Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. We're popping out so you don't have to. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. Good morning, afternoon, evening to you, and welcome to episode three of Demon FM's Weekly Wonder with your favourite Friday Catalyst presenter, yes, it's Hannah. Our presenters here at Demon FM, along with local Leicester creatives, have created this podcast to help you through lockdown and to keep you up to date with what is going on in the world. Here's a little taster of what's coming up. We catch up with Tom and Shah for this week's Beatdown Bangers and Trash. Bangers and Trash, where we pit two weird and wonderful songs against each other and someone else gets to decide a winner. DMU student Rob Taylor brings us our tune of the week. Taking trips till they all go round again Dapper and Kika are back in the kitchen trying their hand at bread making. This week we're trying to do a bit of baking, but we really want to get stuck into something um, doughy, don't we, this time? Kika, what are we going to be making? So today I'm making chorizo bread. Stay listening for all of that fun and much more. My name is Hannah Willoughby and this is Demon FM's Weekly Wonder. Weekly Wonder. Demon FM. First, let's get our latest news update from Leicester, the UK and beyond. This is Demon FM News, this is Catherine Markham. On air, online and on campus. This is Demon FM. It's the 8th of April. Welcome to the Weekly Roundup with Catherine Markham, giving you the ultimate rundown of what's been happening across the nation. The Prime Minister of the UK, Boris Johnson, was admitted to hospital following persistent symptoms of the coronavirus. The Prime Minister is being kept in St Thomas's Hospital in London for close monitoring. Downing Street said the PM is comfortable, he's stable and he's in good spirits. In local news, as of the 8th of April, There are a total of 211 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Leicester out of a total of 55,242 nationwide. We are currently nearing the supposed peak of the infection, so further increases are expected even with the new government guidelines. In entertainment, Sony has revealed the new controller for its forthcoming PlayStation 5 console. It's been named DualSense. The pad is a major departure from the previous DualShock series in design terms, with a two-tone body and a chunkier form factor breaking away from the slimmer look from the past two decades. That's all from the news team for now. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thank you very much to Kat for this week's headlines. We're popping out so you don't have to. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. As well as keeping our finger on the pulse in UK news, Tom and Shah from Friday Night Beatdown have been looking internationally for some interesting stories. Here at DMU, we've had our graduations indefinitely postponed, but universities in China are doing their graduations slightly differently. Take it away, guys. So, hello, Charlotte. How are you doing, my baby? I am doing fantastic. How are you? Everything's fine, thank you very much. You know something we haven't done on the Beatdown for a while? Oh, go on, what haven't we done? I haven't done any silly science stories for a bit, so I've got <gasps> for you. Yay, love a good silly science story. Hit me with it. 
So you know how everyone's not allowed to meet up in large spaces and things like that? I am aware. <laughs> so this Japanese university has replaced all of its like graduation ceremonies with these like stand-up robot things with iPads on their faces. Oh wow. That's oh, actually amazing. I've seen a picture already, so you can have a look, but well, what they're doing is they're, they're just going around in a circle and each time they pass by like the person who's giving them the certificate, they just change the face on it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, mate? We are really, really living in the digital age. That is insane. Do you know what, though? It's not as insane as I would have thought about a month ago, though. I know the world is changing so fast. What's the world going to look like when we come out of this? We're all going to be robots. That's my um, take from it. We're all going to be working from home. And we're all going to send like our Roombas out to do our shopping for us. <laughs> yeah, it might well be that. <laughs> I mean, at the moment, I'm feeling like, you know, Wally. Is it Wally? Where all of the people are like in space and they're on chairs and they just don't move. <laughs> that is literally how I feel right now. <laughs> So one of the bits we normally do on our show is called Bangs and Trash, where we pit two weird and wonderful songs against each other, and someone else gets to decide a winner. So for the Weekly Wonder podcast, we're going to make it even bigger and better by using a Spotify playlist, and you, dear listener, get to decide who's half the playlist is better. So, Charlotte, what have you got on yours? Uh, so, my first song is called Me Me Me, specifically part two, and uh, it's by a Japanese DJ called Teddy Lloyd, and a Japanese pop singer sings on it called Daiko, and it was released in 2014, and it did um, kick up quite a fuss with the video that it released, because it was quite um, not PG, let's say, <laughs> but um, it's... Again, it's a weird song, electronic based, um, lots of different things going on in it, and it's in three parts, but the three parts makes it like a seven minute song, so I decided to cut down this time and just go for part three. Um, so my other song is a bit of a weird choice as well. It's actually by Bring Me The Horizon. Now, for people who don't know who Bring Me The Horizon is, they're normally known for their like rock metal kind of songs. Um, and obviously this is an electronic show, but this song is called Ouch, and it was released in 2019 off of their Ammo album. Um, and it's quite like a dark and mechanical vibe, like electronic to it. It's very interlude and it's not normally what they do. Um, so I was surprised when I first heard this song because it's not what I'd expected from Bring Me The Horizon, but it's just so good. Tu as tué mon bébé. Anyway, a couple of mine then. Uh, my playlist has quite a few classics. So first one of my classics is uh, Dance by Justice. If you don't know who they are, oh. French electro duo. But if you don't know who they are, you've definitely heard this song. It's like a proper disco electro track. It's kind of mixed in like a stadium rock kind of way. Like it was designed to be played at like a massive gig rather than a sweaty club. I really like it for that, actually. The other one's a bit of a weird one. Uh, this is 65 Days of Static. It's called Sawtooth Rising. 65 are a band from Sheffield. And I normally wouldn't include them on any kind of dancey electro list like you've done with uh, Bring Me The Horizon. They're normally like an experimental rock band. They had like a phase for like a couple of albums when they went in hard on these weird 
rock-inspired dancey tracks that don't really make any sense. And Sawtooth Rising is one of those. It's pretty cool. That sounds so cool. So, I'm excited to see who will win this week because um, if you look on the Twitter, I lost last week. Uh, yeah. Even when we're not even in the studio. Uh, some people do. Biting them out of the park. Hey man, I was on a good roll for the first few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, if you want to listen to those bangers and more, you can find them on Twitter at DemonFM or on Spotify by looking for The Beatdown Weekly Wonder. Make sure to head on over to our Twitter, at DemonFM, to vote in this week's bangers and trash. Are you Team Tom or Team Shah? Don't forget to tweet us when you voted. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wonder. Demon FM. Here on the Weekly Wonder, we want to make sure local Leicester creatives are still getting their music out there. Forget Glastonbury, Boardmasters, Reading and Leeds, Demon FM have got you. This week we bring you Rob Taylor, who is a fellow DMU student. His upcoming EP is described as Indie-tronica. That's indie and electronica if you haven't already got that. It's all about relationships, university life, anything you want it to be. Rob has left his music open to interpretation, so sit back and enjoy. This is Into Trouble. I used to stop you from getting into trouble You always seem to understand That these worries took over my thought processes But you're inhaling all the smoke Taking trips till they all go round again The overthinking, it's overwhelming our greatest friend Shout out all your problems like they even matter Like it matter, like we can Wait just tell me what you said My inhibition's lost It won't make sense I drank too much, I had no food until 8pm today I drank all of this cider Playing carpe diem of our day We walk the mausoleums But we always end up in this state you don't stay away from troubles that we get ourselves into We tend to think erratically, you tend to understand But not my holding hands Taking trips till they all go round again The overthinking, it's overwhelming our greatest friend Shout out all your problems like they matter Like it matter, like we care 
Make sure to keep up to date with his future releases on Facebook at Robert Taylor Music and Instagram at Rob T Films. We're looking for more tunes to bring to each of our weekly Wonder podcasts, so send us your stuff on Twitter at Demon FM. We're popping out so you don't have to. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. As I'm sure you've noticed, everything in the news is coronavirus related. Frankly, there is not much else to talk about, especially sports, as live sports have been cancelled for the foreseeable future. Jack from our sports team has been doing lots of research to keep you updated with other things that are going on in the sporting world. So here he is with the latest news. Hi there, it's Jack with another sports update. Uh, Remember in our podcast episode last week, I talked about the potential of Wimbledon being cancelled. Well, in between recording my little section and the podcast being released, it was confirmed uh, by the All England Club who organised the tournament that this year's Wimbledon uh, tennis Grand Slam will not happen. Uh, They've decided to cancel it due to the... uh, inability to be able to find a new period to fit it within this year's calendar so for the first time since World War II Wimbledon will not be happening Uh, an update on the French Open is that it has been postponed until September Uh, in the world of football uh, Premier League clubs are to consult players on the 30% wage cuts uh, and the resumption of the league has been suspended Uh, this was after uh, Matt Hancock Uh, suggested that Premier League players should play their part to help the NHS Uh, and the Premier League and the EFL was due to resume on the 3rd of April but that has been suspended indefinitely. Uh, There's been further criticism of some Premier League teams to play in non-playing staff on furlough although one team have uh, rescinded that decision. It remains uh, deeply unpopular due to the amount of money in the Premier League. There are other teams uh, in the country that have also placed their players on furlough as well. Uh, Also in the world of football, rather interestingly, sort of away from the effects of coronavirus, is US prosecutors announcing that former FIFA executives took bribes in return for voting for the Russia and Qatar World Cups. And this is a very significant twist in this FBI Uh, investigation uh, where a document uh, claimed that several former FIFA executive committee members were offered or received bribes in connection with their votes. 
Um, the Department of Justice makes allegations against Nicolas Leos, the former president of South American governing body Comebol, next Brazil Federation Supremo Ricardo Teixeira. And this may come as a surprise to a few people um, because this information being announced now is almost like they're trying to hide it from people, but also it sort of backs up people's suspicions that the voting for these World Cups weren't fair. Of course, there isn't very much that can happen for the Russian World Cup because that's already happened. Uh, but Qatar is due to happen in 2022. It's already been shrouded in controversy due to uh, the shifting in footballing calendars and the conditions of migrant workers that have already happened. So there may likely be a further investigation into the awarding of the 2022 World Cup. Uh, in the world of rugby, and Newcastle Falcons uh, were promoted to the Premiership after the English Championship had a uh, early end to the season. Uh, they decided to base the league off the current standings and a playing formula. Uh, but Newcastle Falcons were top of the Championship with 15 wins out of 15 games. So it was very much a done deal that Newcastle were going to be promoted anyway. So it just happened early. Uh, and also the Rugby uh, Football Union announced that Saracens will continue to be relegated as announced in January due to multiple breaches of the salary cap. Uh, over the weekend, there was, of course, the virtual Grand National uh, after this year's Grand National was cancelled. Uh, this was a televised event to raise money for the NHS and Potter's Corner, uh, the 18 to 1 shot won uh, with uh, 2018 and 19 uh, Grand National winner Tiger Roll in fourth. And one final bit of sports news from the motorsport world is that the Canadian Grand Prix in Formula One has become the ninth race uh, to be cancelled or postponed uh, after an organisers announced on Tuesday the 7th of April that this year's event will be postponed due to the current coronavirus outbreak. Um, when this event will take place, it remains to be seen because of course Montreal uh, does have uh, specific weather um, requirements that the event takes place relatively soon, uh, but we'll have to stick around for an announcement on that one. Uh, but check in again with me this time next week for some more sporting news. Bye. Still lots going on in the sports world, lots of it quite political, but with some charity fundraising going on too, which is amazing to hear. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wander Demon FM. Now for something a little different. These isolation days have given us much more time to get back into gaming. I've seen people playing a new Animal Crossing game on Nintendo Switch all over Instagram, and others have dug out their old Sims games. I'm so jealous of that because my Sims 4 causes my Mac to overheat after about five minutes, so I haven't been able to play it in such a long time, but my, do I miss it. <laughs> but if you don't have any of those games, there are also online roleplay games that you can get involved with. Tom and Reese spent Monday afternoon playing AI Dungeon 2. Let's hear what they got up to. Hello, Reese. I will be your guide on your quest. Hi. Um... Hi. I'm not going to do that voice <laughs> the whole way through. That's going to be 
very taxing <laughs> on my throat. That'll be <laughs> Anyway, today we're going to play AI Dungeon 2. Have you ever yes. played like a text adventure? Uh, I've seen something similar to it online, on like a Let's Play or something, but never actually taken part in one myself, so this is a new experience. <laughs> so yeah, a text adventure is basically someone's written a story, and you can type things in and the game will react to that. In AI Dungeon, the story is entirely generated by an AI, so it's just yeah. responding to what you were saying on the fly. And it's not very good at that, apparently. We're going to give that a go today and see if we can break this game. Do you want to select a character class for me? Wizard. I love magic. What is your character's name? <laughs> Captain America. Steve Rogers. The Steve wizard. Rogers. There we go. <laughs> oh, gosh. You are Steve Rogers, a wizard living in the kingdom of Larian. <laughs> cool. You have a staff and a spell book. Yep. You finish your long journey and finally arrive at the ruin you've been looking for. You look around and see that it's not much different from when you left it years ago. The only thing is, now there's a large group of orcs standing by. What would you like to do? You can literally do anything. Okay, so because I'm a pacifist, I'm going to turn myself invisible to get past the orcs. Lovely, let's see what it responds with. Oh, okay then. You quickly take off your cloak and put on some old rags. Then you cast a quick charm on yourself to make yourself appear as small as possible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's interpreted that a little bit differently than we thought it would. Yes. I'm Ant-Man, basically. I'm Scott Lang, not Steve Rogers at this point. Cool. Yeah, we're just going through the whole MCU run. <laughs> Try and tiptoe past them. I've got to get home. Hopefully this doesn't become an awkward situation. Oh, Reese. This is why I thought you were the perfect person for this. <laughs> I thought you were about to... I was like, you knew what you were getting into when you asked me. Um, you walk slowly towards the orc camp. The orcs notice you immediately. They don't attack, though. They just stand there watching you approach them. I'm going to continue heading towards the orcs and hope that... Again, they've just, they're just miscast often as the villains and they're perfectly civil. You continue walking confidently towards the orcs. Suddenly, you feel a sharp pain in your side. <laughs> you look Gosh, down and see an watching. arrow lodged into your flesh. No, I wanted them to defy the stereotype. I don't think Steve Rogers is going to have a good time here. <laughs> I mean, he's already shrunk and got an arrow in his side. What makes you think that? <laughs> How small is the arrow, actually? Okay, I think it just ignored my question entirely. You quickly run back to the orcs and grab one of their weapons. You stab him several times with your dagger until he falls over dead. Okay, cool. I think, <laughs> Let's go I think Steve Rogers that. is a bit of a psychopath. <laughs> the parallel universe Steve Rogers that no one asked for or wanted <laughs> until now. Surely that's not going to have gone down well with the rest of the orcs. So next, I feel like I should give them some razzle-dazzle razzmatazz and do some, like, grand magic. I'm just going to type in the first bit of that. <laughs> you let out a loud laugh. Razzle-dazzle razzmatazz, you say, and then throw the orc off balance by throwing his weapon at him. Not What's quite the magic I was hoping for, but I'll take it. This is a very hands-on wizard. This is Steve Rogers who hasn't worked out yet that he doesn't have to rely on hand-to-hand -hand combat. He's got magic. He's just a muscle wizard. <laughs> muscle he wizard. He punch. <laughs> it's super effective. <laughs> so next, I'm going to try and do some proper magic. I'm going to see if I can summon a vortex of fire just to intimidate them slightly. 
You raise up your hand and create a huge ball of flame which explodes in all directions. It seems like it would be effective, the orcs are still too intimidated by your appearance to even attempt anything against you. I think I, you really so scared I, these people now by <laughs> killing two of them, <laughs> knocking another guy over. Despite being microscopic. Basically, yeah. Okay, in which case, seeing as I've got them running scared and terrified, as they should be, um, <laughs> they're just like, oh, good lord, there's a fire. Thank you to my clansmen. Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't know why the um, orcs are um, little June Brown, but there we go. <laughs> uh, so... Okay, so they're terrified. I'm just going to carry on and cut through them and try and get to where I'm headed. What a great way to keep connected with your friends if you're bored of pub quizzes on Zoom every night with your Aunt Linda. Get searching, find an online RPG with your busy mate, and you're sorted for hours. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. If gaming isn't really your thing, or you want to find something to watch in front of the TV, Daniel has recommended some new releases on Netflix and new releases you can rent. Hello and welcome to my film recommendations for the next two weeks. I'm Daniel and I'm going to be taking you through Netflix, Neo TV and uh, a film that you can rent. Um, but first of all, we'll start with Netflix. Um, so Love Reading Repeat is a film that's coming out this Friday. Uh, it's kind of like a Groundhog Day film, but during a wedding, which sounds a bit weird, could be funny. Uh, I have to wait. It's got Sam Claflin in and Olivia Munn. Very good. I'm probably going to watch it as soon as it comes out. My sister's getting married. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Oh, wow, you look gorgeous. Hello. I didn't know you had a new boyfriend. I'm so glad you've moved on from that last guy. What was his name, Chaz? No, I'm Chaz. Oh, my God. Have you gone out with two Chazes in a row? Second of all, on Netflix, we have Child's Play, which uh, is a horror film starring Chucky, uh, who in this film is played by Mark Hamill, um, and Aubrey Plaza, who is an absolute gem in everything she's in. Something's wrong with Chucky! Um, on No TV, uh, we have Detective Pikachu on Friday. Uh, very good film. Uh, very very good performance from Ryan Reynolds I'm excited to watch it again I'm probably going to watch it again when it comes out a celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon Tim your dad was a legend in this precinct uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is the second one on TV. that's out on Saturday so um, the second day in a row. Uh, Tom Holland in that one. Very, very good. We love Tom Holland. Um, I'm sure he's going to be extremely good in the last of the Spider-Man trilogy. But this one is the second one of the Spider-Man trilogy. And it also has Jake Gyllenhaal in it. And again, Jake Gyllenhaal. We love Jake Gyllenhaal. 
You gonna be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. What? Oh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work. Because I am going on vacation. Um, also on the 17th of April, um, we have a film that would have released in the cinema, but isn't anymore, called Trolls World Tour, um, which is releasing for rent uh, 1999 um, for 48 hours, basically. Uh, and it's a very weird thing to see, because we don't see films do this a lot. Uh, I'm excited to see how it goes. Who was that? There are other kinds of trolls. Our ancestors created six strings, each for a different type of music. Yeah, so give them all those a go if you really want to. I'm sure you've all got the time because, again, the coronavirus is uh, changing everything uh, and all of our plans. So do have a look at what's coming out this week. Uh, enjoy this two, these next two weeks in film, and I'll be back in two weeks to let you know more recommendations that you can watch during this quarantined time. I wrongly assumed that film companies hit the pause button on new releases. Did you get that? So it's great to hear that we've got lots of new things to watch and look forward to. Turn all the lights off and grab a snack or two in front of the TV and it'll just be like being at the cinema without paying £10,000 for a bag of pick and mix. We're popping out so you don't have to. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. If you're more into getting stuck into a new TV series, or you've already watched the whole Netflix catalogue, Sam has put together a list of all his TV picks for this week. All of these are absolutely free, so what else could you want? If you're looking for some shows which you perhaps haven't caught before, then look no further, because I've got some recommendations for some really underrated shows which are available for streaming on online platforms that you don't have to pay for. So you don't need a Netflix account, you don't need an Amazon Prime account, you can just jump straight in. First of all, we have Inside Number 9, which you can check out all the series of on the BBC iPlayer. Inside Number 9 is an anthology series, which means it's in the same vein as Black Mirror or Tales from the Unexpected or The Twilight Zone. Each episode is self-contained, so you can jump into it at any point. Episodes vary in terms of genre and style and format. Two good places to start are The Twelve Days of Christine, which is an absolutely shattering drama episode, and A Quiet Night In, which is a slapstick comedy episode. If you watch those two episodes to start out with, you get a sense of the sheer variety that this show has to offer, and you can delve in from there. Who knows what awaits inside number nine? My next recommendation is of direct relation to Inside Number 9, as it shares two of the same creators. The show in question is The League of Gentlemen, which is a fiercely dark-humoured sketch comedy sitcom which started way back in 1999, but spanned four series after that. There's a lot of bizarre characters and situations, and a lot of satire on British life and eccentricities. It's a real Marmite show, so you'll either be really put off of it or really drawn into it it has a lot of dedicated fans myself included you'll either be turning your nose up at it or endlessly quoting it by the end of it welcome to the league of gentlemen i've only been on the hormones 18 months and it pulls like bullets 
My next recommendation comes courtesy of Channel 4 and their lovely box sets on their website. This is a classic from the 1990s, it's Brass Eye which is a dark comedy satire show which pokes fun at current affairs news programming such as Panorama. Each episode focuses on a different topic such as animals, drugs and crime. The creator of the show is Chris Morris who was also the writer and director of the comedy film Four Lions from a few years back. So if you've seen that film then you might get some indication as to the sort of humour that you're going to get from this show. It can be twisted and surrealistic all the way through but it has some of the best satirical comedy writing that you're going to get from that era. Pumping the issues till they bleed. Prisoners are running an international airport. When you're fighting a weasel, he's bigger than a man. I'll give you 30 quid for one Clarky can. What's a Clarky can? What? Homosexuals. Also on the Channel 4 website, courtesy of Vice, is the Canadian mockumentary comedy television series, Nirvana The Band The Show. Now, this show hasn't got anything to do with the band Nirvana or Kurt Cobain. No, instead, it's about a couple of best friends and roommates called Matt and Jay, who desperately want to get a gig at a local venue called The Rivoli. A large majority of the episodes are simply them coming up with intricate plans and then performing them in order to try and get that slot. Now this is despite the fact that they are never actually seen writing or recording songs. There's a lot of film references laced in here and there, but the thing that really makes this show work is the great comedic relationship between the two main characters. It pushes a show forward, there's 16 episodes of it, and they are currently working on a third series, so now is a good time to catch up. May I please speak with uh, the booking agent, the person who books shows at the Rivoli? We're a band. We're trying to get a show there. Yeah, what band's that? Uh, Nirvana the band. You gotta send me a photo of your band. Okay, we will get it for you now. Should I just tell you the plan I have? Go! We put up a massive banner. Finally, one more addition from the Channel 4 website is Joe Perra Talks With You, which is a very overlooked adult swim show. It's very difficult to call this a comedy show. It's about a very soft-spoken man called Joe Perra, as he talks to you about different topics for 10 minutes a time. It's very relaxing and calming and does make you chuckle every now and then. It's something that I've never seen anything like before and a very unique vision in terms of the comedy shows that are out there to watch. Hello, this is Joe Perra. I figured I'd let you know about a new program I made called Joe Perra Talks With You. What is it about? Lots of stuff. So those are just five recommendations from me for you to check out. Though there are, of course, many, many more shows out there on both Channel 4 and the BBC's websites, as well as countless other services. Still, if any of them seem up your alley, be sure to check them out. Some great suggestions there of some new shows to binge watch. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. Reese has also compiled some recommendations for all you film and TV nerds out there, and this week he has put together a list of some great anime shows he is loving. Take it away, Reese. Hi, guys, it's time for another Reese's recommendations. This episode will be on anime, which is Japanese animation. 
I wanted to do something a little different, and I feel that if there is a time for people to try something new, like anime, it would be now. So again, I have recommendations for you on which animes I think you should give a watch. The first I'm going to recommend to you is one called Carol and Tuesday. It's a weird but wonderful series that is set on a future and partially colonised Mars. Two girls meet and decide to start making music acoustically, where most people are making music using advanced AI technology. And it focuses on their growing relationship and finding their sound and entering a talent show. So both girls come from kind of a different end of the social spectrum. Carol is an orphan that uh, is squatting in an old warehouse. Tuesday is a girl from a very wealthy and well-off family who runs away from home because they suppress her desire to become a musician. Obviously they meet and that's where the magic starts to happen. It's a wonderful series and the soundtrack is gorgeous. The second anime I'm going to recommend to you is a classic and that is Death Note. It's dark, sinister and full of suspense. It focuses on a high school boy called Light Yagami. He's popular and handsome and he's very intelligent but he's bored with kind of like how mundane and simple life is. He comes across a book that has fallen from the sky called The Death Note. Now, whoever's name uh, is written in The Death Note, so long as you visualise their face, they die. Light decides to use this book to mass murder criminals in his attempts to cleanse society into his ideal image, uh, but his activities draw the attentions of the mysterious detective known only as L. It very quickly becomes a cat and mouse games of wits and intelligence, very Sherlock Holmes Moriarty, and it becomes a case of who can outmaneuver who first. And you sort of question, despite him being the main character, if you want Light to win, as he starts to lose his own morality and go to more desperate measures to protect his identity. The third series I'm going to recommend is a series called Haikyuu. This is an adorable and lovely anime about a volleyball team. And the focus is on Shoyo Hinata. Uh, he's a boy who's constantly kind of told and underestimated because of his stature, but he really wants to be a volleyball superstar. Him and his rival, Tobio Kageyama, who in turn is a prodigal player, who just doesn't work well with other people. He has a high opinion of himself and very arrogant. And Shoyo and Tobio's relationship becomes sort of the central focus point of the series, along with many other like charming and wonderful supporting characters around them. And it's about them overcoming their downfalls and negative factors and learning from their peers to become volleyball or superstars. It's just really sweet and adorable to watch. Slife of life anime. Never has volleyball been so melodramatic. Uh, the next series I'm going to recommend to you is action fantasy survival horror series called Attack on Titan. Some of you may have heard of this one. Humanity has been forced to hide behind these giant tall walls for the past century to stay safe from the man-eating titans. The titans relentlessly hunt humanity to extinction, but no one knows why they want to eat humans, or where they've come from. And the series revolves around a boy called Eren Yeager and his fellow cadets in the Scouts Corps. Quite bloody and violent in part, but a great thrill ride, some great animation. The next series I'm going to recommend to you is a timeless classic called Cowboy Bebop. It's a mishmash of all kinds of genres. Space, crime, noir, action, drama. It's a classic. 
It's set in the future in 2071 after a disaster that's made life on Earth impossible and humanity has colonised many other planets and moons. Uh, the series focuses on the bounty hunting crew of the spaceship Bebop. The central character is former hitman Spike and his right-hand man Jet Black. Rounding up the cast, we've got con artist Faye Valentine and expert hacker Edward and a super intelligent, adorable Welsh corgi called Ein. While each character is given their main storyline and their time to shine, the central one is the conflict between Spike and a man called Vicious, and the girl between them called Julia. Just go and watch it, it's unspeakably good, and it leads to one of the most iconic showdowns in all of animation. And the last anime I've got to recommend to you is Demon Slayer. It's kind of a flavour of the moment anime. It's beautiful to look at and it's quite a haunting story that follows a young man named Tanjiro Kamado whose family is killed by a demon, except for his sister who has been turned into a demon. Now Tanjiro sets out to avenge his family and find a cure for his sister Nezuko and begins training to become a demon slayer. Take it from there. Visually, the fight scenes are glorious and epic. And this feels like it will be one of the longer, more epic animes, but it hasn't got too far into it yet where it feels like it'd be too much to take on. Dynamic and very atmospheric. So those are the recommendations I have for you. There are many other series worthy of note that I've missed out. Most of them are really long series that are well into the hundreds of episodes. So that's Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, My Hero Academia, One Piece, Bleach, Naruto Shippuden, and my favourite, Fairy Tale. And that's all for Reese's recommendations this time, guys. I hope you feel adventurous and feel like giving anime a try based on the suggestions I've given you. Continue to enjoy this episode of Weekly Wonder and maybe I'll be back next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. As he says, now is the perfect time to try something new if you're not already an anime lover. So get cosy, grab the cat, pour yourself your favourite drink and get watching. We're popping out so you don't have to. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. In lockdown, we have been encouraged to learn a new skill. Some people have taken up crochet, painting, drawing, or learning to play a musical instrument. I decided to make a cream egg cheesecake the other day. I've never baked alone before, and it was actually fairly successful. The recipe told me to put gelatine in the mascarpone and it ended up having small rubbery bits inside, so I certainly won't be doing that again, but I'd rate my cheesecake a solid 7 out of 10. <laughs> Daffoth and Kika have been learning to cook and bake too and are back in the uni kitchen this week, baking some bread. Why don't you kick the rest of the family out of the kitchen and bake along with them? Hello, it's Kika and Daviv back in the uni flat kitchen. This week, we're trying to do a bit of baking. Uh, last week, we talked about a couple of different free item recipes, but we really want to get stuck into something um, doughy, don't we, this time? Kika, what are we going to be making? So today I'm making chorizo bread, which is basically just like your standard sourdough with nice chorizo inside it. Lovely. So what ingredients do we need to make this chorizo bread? So it's not, it's not a lot of ingredients. All you need is just plain flour. You need uh, 10 grams of yeast, you need oil, you need salt, you need sugar, and just water, and then obviously a chorizo. Fantastic. So what do we need to get in the mixing bowl first so we can get mixing up? So first you'll put the 500 grams of plain flour, and to it you add the 10 grams of yeast, and then you make a little uh, well in the middle, and Ooh. you pour in your um, sugar, 
and your oil and then your water and you start mixing with your hands. Get mixed and get messy. Nice, let's crack on with that. Okay, so that's all been mixed together now in a bowl. What's the next step that you're going to go for? So the next step then, you're going to put some um, plain flour on the table. Just a generous amount. A clean table? Yes, a clean table, obviously. And you're going to put the mixture in there on the, onto the table and you're going to fold it in and knead it until it's, you know, kind of like, elast like an elastic and it's flexible. And then after that, you just want to go and roll it into a bowl. So you'll probably do yeah. the kneading for around five minutes and then just put it into a bowl, into a little bowl, and then put some flour into the bowl you were just using, put it in there, cover it, cover it with kitchen towel and leave it to rest for about half an hour. Okay, so the kneading is done. You've kneaded it into a nice ball. Your hands are all sticky and messy, but you've got a nice little ball that almost looks like a raw kind of loaf of bread. Yes. So you want to knead it until it doesn't stick to the table or to your hands anymore. So that's yeah. how you know that it's pretty much done. And then if you can turn it into a little nice bowl that it can fit into the bowl that you want it to fit in, and it'll rest for 30 minutes. You're definitely going to notice that it's going to expand. So now all of that bread is uh, resting and rising, Kika, you've gone straight to the fridge and grabbed a massive chorizo. What's going on next? So now the first thing you need to do, obviously, is remove the, the skin from the chorizo. I've never seen someone skin a chorizo before. I wouldn't usually do it. The skin's like edible, eating. fine, isn't Yes, it? yes, of course. I wouldn't usually do it, and I do prefer it with the skin, but for this recipe, it works best without it, so... So we're going to chop it into, like, small discs, aren't we? Yes, very thin ones. Very thin. So the chorizo is chopped and the bread has, well, the dough has rested, hasn't it? Yes, it has also risen. Yes, which was nice to see. Mm -hmm. So what we're we doing now, you've got all this dough kind of portioned up into some small balls. So the first thing you do is you're going to, you know, put the dough on the table with a little bit of flour. You're going to spread it out, cut it in half, and then those each half you're going to cut it into three pieces. And then each piece you're going to make it into a bowl. So then what you're going to do is you want to Flatten out each little bowl into it's like, a like, mini, a, like a pizza. Some mini sort of, pizza but you don't something. want it to be round. You want it to be more like an oval, like an oval shape. Yes, okay. in a sense. And and you want to roll it out till it's like around sixteen to seventeen centimeters long. Okay, and then is this where the chorizo is going to come in? Yes. So then after everything is rolled, what you're going to do is I've got around eight pieces of chorizo per uh, bread. But you, you usually have more, I'm not going to lie. Um, so we just place them on the inside though? Yeah, you're placing it on the inside and... Um, you broken the rolling <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so then you're going to place the chorizo on the inside. And then what you're going to do is you're going to fold it into itself. So like a little roll until you've got this little... Like a, like a little kind of par parcel type thing. Yeah, you, you're going to have a little roll of it. So you're going to preheat the oven for 180 degrees. And you're going to bake it for around 25 to 30 minutes. Okay, let's preheat and get them in. There we go. So the little breads with the chorizo bits inside them are out of the oven. They look nice and kind of crispy like a nice bread. Kika, what's they called again? They're called Franco Chorizo, which translates to bread with chorizo. And how did they taste? They taste amazing. So they're obviously 
savory like bread is, but then they've got this nice kind of like meaty flavor inside from the chorizo and they're best when they're served warm. They certainly look lovely. We can tweet out a picture of this from the at DMFM Twitter account so you can have a look. But that's it for this week's little cooking challenge. Yeah, it was super fun and easy to make. Lovely, bye-bye. Bye. If Paul Hollywood were with you guys and social distancing wasn't a thing, I'm sure your treat, so Brad, would be worthy of that famous Hollywood handshake. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wander Demon FM. We wanted to end the podcast on a high this week, so this is the section of the podcast that we call The Good Lines. Everything wholesome and heartwarming going on in the world this week with Catherine Markham. Welcome to Good Lines with Catherine Markham, feeding you some wholesome content whilst the world is in tatters. Now, obviously, right now, the entire UK is in lockdown, so we thought we'd search far and wide for some lovely stories and facts to make you smile. Lady Gaga and the Global Citizen Organisation have created a live concert called One World Together at Home. This will feature performances of herself, Lizzo, Billie Eilish, Stevie Wonder and many more. In the UK we can expect to see it on the 18th of April via BBC One. Another story is for those who are using their one a day outdoor exercise to go for a run, an organisation has been set up called Run for Heroes, encouraging people to run 5k, donate £5 and then nominate five friends to complete the same challenge. Since it's set up, the organisation has raised almost 75,000 for NHS charities together, which support NHS staff treating patients affected by COVID-19. Another story is about the Queen speaking from Windsor Castle in a pre-recorded message where only one camera person wearing protective clothing was present. The Queen rallied the country saying we will succeed in overcoming the COVID-19 and thanked NHS staff and key workers for their tireless sacrifice. So a lot of you have probably been watching the new Netflix documentary, Tiger King, and if you haven't, you probably should. So we at the news team thought Tiger Facts would be the most interesting for you to know. Now, those who have seen the documentary would know that there are currently more tigers in captivity than in the wild right now, due to deforestation, hunting, etc. But we bet you didn't know that a group of tigers is also known as an ambush or street. Hmm, interesting, huh? That's all from the news crew. And just remember, kids, wash your hands. Thank you, Kat. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. We're popping out so you don't have to. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. We have had lots and lots of suggestions of things to do during this week's episode. Getting back into gaming, watching lots of film and TV, and cooking. What have you started doing to pass the time in isolation? Let us know on Twitter, at DemonFM. Although we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel just yet, it is coming. Remember to reach out to loved ones and those in the community around you, and take care of yourself and others. We'll be back with a new episode of Weekly Wonder every week until lockdown is over as your isolation companion. Now I'm off to do my PE lesson with Joe Wicks. So I've been Hannah Willoughby and this is Demon FM's Weekly Wonder.